Hello, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing? Welcome to Ice Cream Uploads here at half past two, well, 36 minutes past two on Monday afternoon. How are we all doing? How are we all doing? It looks like my microphone's working. I've had to put a hat on because Nietzsche's just been roasting me in my, uh, in the WhatsApp. So yeah, there you go. Timmy Toupe, the hat's gone on. I've, I've said for ages that I think I'm thinning on top. Definitely not on the waist, but definitely on top. I think I'm starting to thin. And it's, there is evidence between me and Nietzsche in the DMs that that does appear to be the case. And I am starting to have the biggest egghead on Twitch. So the hat's gone on. It's forced me into it. It's gonna, I've, I wasn't intending on wearing one, but it's, the, the evidence is too much. It's overwhelming. So yeah, that'll, uh, th that's why I'm wearing a hat this afternoon. So I do apologize. Uh, flash the flesh. I am not doing that lumps. <laughs> How are we doing anyway? Lotusing in nice and early as well as uh, Nietzsche as well. I wish Nietzsche wasn't, but here he is anyway, just roasting me left, right and center. Um, but yeah, hope you've all had a fantastic weekend. It is just me for today and I think it'll be me again. Well, it will be me again tomorrow because Graham uh, is Dan Seth. So it is just going to be me doing the dollop today, which is usually about 40 minutes worth of talking. We don't have that many talking points um today so we'll probably end up just flying through this one that we obviously didn't do a stream on friday because we had the player of the tournament stuff to try and get boxed off get the video made and stuff like that um so what i've done is i've moved the free game friday to today so we've got free game monday and it is absolutely worth your time so if you do want to know what they are stick around i'll be able to let you know where you can pick them up from and when i say them there's actually two of them. So you get two free games today until Friday. You'll be able to go in and claim. So I'll let you know where they are and what they are towards the end of the show. Uh, so Nietzsche's putting some for reference in the channels. Um, I'm just going to I'm just gonna have a look at this with a view to bringing it up on screen if I do make it. Well, I have to log in to see it. So apparently not. I ain't seen that. Um, but yeah, we've got a fantastic... Oh, there is there is something that I do want to go through, actually. Two things. First of all, the loot drop is getting pulled today. So after this group is finished, I will go in, I'll export everyone who's currently a subscriber, and it looks like there's 204 of you at the moment, um, and then we will roll tomorrow your loot drop for this month. Um, not sure what it's going to be. It's probably going to be a game of your choice, because I know a lot of people are interested in the new Harry Potter game, which I think is out tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, so we'll get that run. We'll speak to the person who obviously who ends up winning it. We'll let you know um, who that is uh, on tomorrow's show. Obviously, when we uh, when we get that run, um, and then we'll do a game of your choice because I do. I feel like if we go ahead and buy Hogwarts Legacy, I know a lot of people might not want to play it. Like I've never really watched a Harry Potter film, never really read the book. So would it be something that I'd like if that was the case? Probably not. Um, so we'll probably do uh, pick your own game this month, just so you know you got the choice of whatever it is that you want to be able to play. And then we'll go ahead uh, and get that drawn today. Also, yesterday, thank you very much to everyone who turned up to the stream. We played House Flipper for like two and a half hours and then we finished off with Guitar, Guitar Hero. Um, we've never been flagged for DMCA stuff before. And we haven't really got flagged yesterday. However, we did get a notification saying that we are very, we're on thin ice um, in terms of being able to play licensed music like that. That doesn't appear in the VODs afterwards. Um, so I have, well, we've come to the decision that I can't play Guitar Hero on the stream anymore. We can't risk this channel being DMCA takedown because I just want to play 
with a plastic guitar on the stream. So uh, yeah, Guitar Hero on Sunday afternoons is probably going to be pushed to the wayside because we just can't afford to have that happen uh, on this channel. Um, so yeah, no more Guitar Hero, at least playing live on air. Might do some on uh, Discord or something like that if people wanted to join in and blah, 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 blah. But in terms of me streaming it on this channel, that is uh, unfortunately not going to happen. So many cockroaches. I know I was just cleaning up shithole after shithole yesterday. But it's such a good game. Like if anyone's not played House Flip before, it did get advertised in the game that there's a house flipper too that's going to be coming out at some point i never clicked on it i never had a look at the um i don't think i've seen the trailer people might have linked me to it when i was when i streamed house flipper like 18 months ago um i've completely forgot that that was a thing that the second one was going to be coming out so that was being advertised in there if you haven't already played it, it's on xbox game pass for pc go ahead and download it you are going to waste so much of your time in a very good way playing that game it's so much fun but yeah, go ahead and get that done because it's amazing. It's better than Pressure Washer Simulator, in my opinion. I feel there's a lot more in it than Pressure Washer. Um, Madge says, Mooning. Good morning. Uh, Lum says, Had a lot of people are boycotting the Harry Potter game. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, circumstances around it, which I'm in favour of. However, I'm... I can separate one thing from another and the video game itself. Like, I understand that some of the proceeds may end up going to things that you don't want them to end up going to, but... There's a lot of people who worked on that game that love making video games that love Harry Potter, and it's a lot of people's thing that they grown up grew up with. Not really for me, um, but it's a wizarding RPG. So, of course, I'm going to at least give it a go. If I can get my hands on it, then of course I'll be able to. Um, but I understand everything that's gone around it. I understand um, that there's going to be a lot of difficult decisions being made in terms of people wanting to play it but not wanting to play it. There'll be a lot of people playing it in secret because they don't want to be seen supporting it, and that's absolutely fine. Everyone's opinion is valid on this one. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything otherwise. I'm not in a position to be able to do that. Um, but yeah, it, I, I'm looking forward to being able to play it. I think there's a lot of people in our communities that are looking forward to being able to play it as well. Um, and that doesn't mean that anybody's uh, anybody's circumstances are going to change based off of this. Um, it, I'll be, I've seen a lot of people saying that um, it shows what kind of person you are if you do want to underplay this. I don't believe that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's like me not wanting to support football teams because there might be some really bad people who play football not in terms of their abilities but as people like there's there's always going to be a very small community of people that probably aren't fit to be a part of the community and especially if there's one person that's leading the community i don't know all of the ins and outs of it so i'm going i'm being very careful how i state this because i don't want to be seen to be something that i'm not um so i'm going to try and deviate this conversation into a completely different way um before i get myself into trouble for something that i am either not explaining myself well enough or i don't know enough of the circumstances around it but for all intents and purposes it's a game that a lot of people have been waiting for for the longest time um so if they're happy to be able to play it then let people be able to play it there's a lot of other things that we can be doing to try and vocalize uh again circumstances that are around other things so yeah absolutely i'm definitely going to swerve myself out of this conversation right now <laughs> uh lotus says i've been avoiding watching it as i really want to play it without spoilers um but yeah again it's it's definitely a game that people have been waiting for i mean i actually remember playing the original uh, Harry Potter game on the PlayStation and enjoying that at the time, which not again, not really knowing much about Harry Potter is quite a difficult um, thing to be able to go into. But I suppose this is like a fresh, a fresh slate in terms of what the storyline is, um, because it's not really based as far as I'm aware. I couldn't tell you if it's actually based on anything uh, that either a book's been made or a film or anything like that. I understand this is it's just a completely clean slate with completely different characters. So yeah. Uh, Nick O'Neill says, exclamation mark, moist. Which brings us to our next topic of conversation. 
the the play of the tournament that happened and the Royale Rumble two weeks ago. Um, congratulations to Neil. Obviously, he ended up winning that one. I think it was kind of um, expected is probably the word we're looking for here. I think that was the most talked about moment from the entire Royale Rumble. Uh, a 30 second or a minute segment in what seemed to be a five hour stream with six matches. And that was the most talked about, the most clipped, the most hyped moment in that one. So congratulations on absolutely smashing that one. GC Omega, they were just like, yep, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be the one that ends up winning it. Um, but there were so many clips submitted. So again, thank you very much to all of you that have been that clipping, whether or not it was on our stream or on the streamer stream and then getting them submitted. We was literally inundated with hundreds of submissions, um, which is obviously why it's taken so long for us to be able to pick the winner, um, just in case there was moments like we didn't know that... Um, Gorilla ended up winning the Astroway 30s for shooting someone out of a glider because we didn't see it on the screen, but it was happening on a different side of the map on a firefight that we was, wasn't focusing on at the time. So again, with the community coming through uh, and highlighting different aspects of that tournament, uh, that were things that we wasn't necessarily uh, aware of at the time, it, it just speaks volumes for you guys that wanted to get involved with it, back it, uh, and 100% be invested in what the Royal Rumble was. Um, so yeah, again, thank you very much for all you taking part, clipping, submitting, uh, and congratulations to Neil and Batman Dan for securing yourself to GT Omega chairs and obviously to GT Omega for supplying those prizes for you guys as well. Very much appreciate it. Um, Timeless says no spoilers, but can confirm that it's amazing so far. And that's all, that's all we want. This game has been made, um, well, the Harry Potter game has been made with a lot of love from people who are, uh, veterans in the video game world i want to be able to try and create something that brings all communities together and that's essentially what video game does for a lot of people it's an escapism um so i'm very happy that uh, for all intents and purposes it looks like it's thriving a lot of people have been giving it eight out of tens which i'd say se i'd say six out of ten is a good ish game like ten it's like football players now a lot of people say this person's world class like there used to be an element where the world class was for the top five players in the world, but everyone thinks that world class now is because you've had a you scored an attribute at weekend. Do you know what I mean? Like ten out of ten is reserved for very few games, in my personal opinion. Uh, one of them being Resident Evil Remake Two. Um, we will go on to that very, very soon. Um, but yeah, that's what, in my opinion, what it was. Um, what it's what it's reserved for. So six for me is a good game, a game that has some flaws, plays quite well, has a good enough storyline for you to be able to get through to the end of the game. Nine is game with minimal bugs in there, has a very good storyline, has uh, really tight controls. So for a game like this to get an eight out of 10 is fantastic. Like that's, is that, that's the eight should be what everyone strives for when you're creating a video game. Anything below eight um, is obviously you need to be able to work on it a little bit more, give it a bit more of that lovely word polish. Um, but six is definitely an admirable score. It's a game that it could be improved on with a sequel or could have a little bit more time or be done through patches or something like that. A six out of 10 game is by no means a really, really bad game. Um, anything below six and it's like why did you release this in my opinion um so yeah i'm, I'm glad that these games that are coming out that are that have been delayed are getting the likes of eights because it kind of uh, what skyrim out of 10 11 <laughs> i said very few games get 10 because they're deemed as world class skyrim goes in the legendary category of 11 out of 10 um in fact speaking of which you'll be able to see in a second when i come through to one of the um when I come through one of the, one of the stories on the right hand side because I've been looking at getting the Skyrim um 
board game, which is like 125 quid, extortionate. Um, the advert's coming down the right-hand side, so yeah, <laughs> um, kind of annoying because it's just literally thrown in my face that you can't afford this. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we'll get into the first news story of the day because, again, this this show usually runs for about 20 minutes, so I spent the last 10 minutes yapping. Um well, yeah, again, I hope you've had a lot of fantastic weekends. If you don't already know, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast. Even if we do say so ourselves and we like or try to go live at least five days a week during the week for us to be able to deliver you this talk show. We go live at 10 a.m.-ish. Clearly that didn't happen today. Um, but if you don't end up watching us live, over on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads, you can find us on any of our podcast services. Thank you very much for the follow, Pedro. Um, you can find us all of our podcast services, including Spotify, Google, iTunes, and Spotify. I think I said Spotify. Google, sorry, Spotify, Google, iTunes, and SoundCloud. There we go. As well as YouTube on demand about an hour or so after the show finishes as well. So you can find us Ice Cream Uploads, The Scoop. So I need to type and you'll be able to find us on my grave after we've done 681 shows, I think this is. I think this is the 681st show. So you've got a fair few shows to be able to go through. We've been doing this now for about three and a half years. Um, so we definitely got our foot in the market. We definitely have reached over 160,000 of you guys that have viewed and downloaded this over the last three years. So we very much appreciate your guys' support. But anyway, let's get into our first news story of the day. And I did mention Resident Evil before, and that's exactly where we're going to start today's show. So written over at VG247 by Osh... Uh, by Oshin uh, Kunke. I think that's it. I think it's Kunke. Anyway, uh, Capcom has treated us to 12 minutes of Resident Evil 4 remake gameplay. Uh, so if you was, uh, wanted a lengthy look at the upcoming Resident Evil 4 remake, you're in luck. There is 12 whole minutes worth of gameplay video showing off some of Chapter 5. This, this peculiar, sorry, particular chapter is set right after Leon meets Ashley and offers a good interrupted segment uh, to you get to know that you're in for planning on picking the game up. Look at the graphics. Look at Leon. He looks fantastic. And the gameplay shows Leon alongside Ashley navigating through the church and cemetery area, fending off enemies, uh, enemies, <laughs> enemies as they do so. Quite notably, a big change has been made for Ashley in the original game. She had a health bar, whereas now there isn't one. That doesn't mean that she can't be hurt, as if she takes enough damage, she will enter a down state where she'll need to be revived. If she's hit well down, she will die though, so you do have to look after her. Gameplay is still looking quite tight so far, though the rain in this particular city gameplay sequence does look like it might be a bit visually overwhelming. You will, of course, find that the classic Resi is inventory management, so you don't have to worry about not being a Resi game when it quite literally comes down to it. Though there is still some problems of whether or not you can fix the franchise's biggest problem. The game is looking quite strong as a remake, beloved classic with the VG247 taking a look at it this last year. In the Resident Evil 4 remake, this is a quote by the way, however there is so much more fun to be had with Leon's melee weapon wrote Kelsey at the time. It's looking like a hot minute to get to grips with, but once I did, it was even more of a gore fest. Resident Evil 4 Remake was announced last June after a long period of rumours about the project and is currently set to launch on March 24th on PC, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S. It also doesn't say at the bottom of this article, but I will go on to say this is a 110% another Resident Evil game that we will be looking to secure and stream uh, around the launch time of this, depending on what projects that we have on at the time. So, look at it. It looks glorious. The only thing that I don't like about it is the rain. Um, it's something that a lot of people have been mentioning, especially with the little scenes like this. It looks like the it looks like hailstorm more than rain. It looks like what it did on uh, the GTA trilogy, where the rain just looks super thick and it looks dead washed out. That's the only 
only criticism that I have visually of this game so far, it looks like uh, a Resident Evil game. I knew a Resident Evil game, and that's exactly what we've been looking for. We've been looking for that Resident Evil feeling being put into these uh, either newer or older uh, games, depending on which ones are going to be brought out. So Resident Evil Village looked fantastic. Resident Evil Remake 2 and 3, both fantastic. Um, so Resident Evil 4 is definitely following in those footsteps and also looking fantastic. Again, if there's, there's just a few little tweaks in there that are probably quality of life stuff that we're able to get sorted out. But... More Resident Evil in this world is exactly what we need. Uh, as you can see there, Resident Evil. Like, Graham actually bought me that for my birthday like two years ago. But it's a remake poster from the second one. Um, it's one of those, what do you call them, displays? Yeah, that's displays. And then obviously, as you can see, I've got a Resident Evil 2 poster and a Resident Evil 3 poster made as if they was uh, like 1920s horror films. Um, absolutely love those. So yeah, massive Resident Evil fan. Super looking forward to this one. Um, I like the fact that it is... It's it's tweaking something that has become the standard. Like Resident Evil 4, we've mentioned it a billion and one times on this podcast, but Resident Evil 4 standardized. It brought through and changed the way that we played video games from a third-person perspective, and they've kind of adapted it and tweaked it slightly for um, like Res Revelations 1 and 2, I think is where we started to see more change or a finesse onto the, uh, the pre-existing systems, and we started to see it now in full force. So I'm super looking forward to getting through and playing it again because <laughs> the original one was super dated. Like the Resident Evil 4, if you go back and try and play that one, it does feel super, super, super outdated. Um, obviously, like I said, it was standardized 18 years ago, but nowadays there's still a lot more tweaks that have been uh, finessed with it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to play this one again. 24th of March is when this game comes out. Hopefully we'll be able to stream it on or around that day, maybe even a day or so early if the press decide that we are worthy to be able to take their game forward and be able to give you guys a first look. We haven't obviously been given any keys beforehand. Um, we haven't been part of the press for this one, which is a shame. Um, a game that's been streamed on this channel more times than I can remember. Maybe not as much as PUBG. Um, but yeah, I de there's definitely a, a, a worthwhile look at us being able to do that in the future. If there's any press packs that are available for us, we could definitely showcase that on in a light that they would expect and want this game to be showcased on with the knowledge that I do have around this franchise. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, Nietzsche says, don't like the camera angle, can't see Goth City sign. <laughs> I do. I mean, this is the camera that obviously you got me. So it's quite, it's quite in. Uh, do I have my full room camera set up? There we go. Bye-bye. I think I've knocked it when I've been closing my curtains. So you can see my Goth City sign at the back over there. Ta-da. And then my backlight here. Ta-da. You see more of the Resident Evil posters and shit around here as well, which is nice. Um, but yeah. Hopefully we get to see more Resident Evil stuff over the coming weeks uh, when this game starts to see more than just Chapter 5. Um, it's interesting that it's been like segmented out like that. I thought it would be just like one continuous story going through this one, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Phony says, ah, no. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Phony. I hope that you're having a fantastic day so far. Uh, so continuing with the news uh, as we flick through, which one shall we do next? We'll do this one. We've got free game Friday coming up. You can find out what games you can end up bagging for the next couple of days uh, through your library. And there's two of them. It's not just one this week. You're getting two of them. Uh, we didn't want to leave you hanging on Friday. So yeah, we included that one today for you. Um, so written on 
Eurogamer uh, by Vicky Blake. She says that an American judge dismisses Swiss Joy-Con Drift lawsuit. Uh, tagline, Court Drift. Um, in probably one of the most open and shut cases in video game history, uh, the responsibility of the Joy-Cons drifting doesn't seem to lie with Nintendo, but we'll continue. An American judge has dismissed the lawsuit filed against Nintendo for its Joy-Con drift issues, saying that a case cannot proceed because the owners agreed to Nintendo's end-user license agreement that disallows lawsuits. Despite attempts to argue that as underage children will be using the handheld system cannot enter into the agreement, the federal judge ultimately ruled that the agreement was with the deco factor owners, the parents, and not the children who actually uses the console. Consequently, the judge dismissed the action, stating that the parents should, have entered, should not have entered the legal library arbitration rather than a lawsuit as instructed by the ELA ULA. Uh, it's, uh, several class action lawsuits have been filed against Nintendo, including players experiencing Joy-Con drift on the newly released Nintendo Switch Lite. Last year, Nintendo gave us its first formal apology for the continued Joy-Con problems facing facing uh, sorry faced by Nintendo Switch owners, but it wasn't enough to stop the legal action coming from affected parents right from across the world. Regarding the Joy-Cons, we apologize for any trouble which has caused to our customers, Nintendo President Shuntaro Furuaka said at the time, and we're continuing to aim and improve our products. But as a Joy-Con is the subject of a class action lawsuit in the United States, and this is still a pending issue, we would like to refrain from responding about any specific actions. A major study from UK Consumer Group, which recently found out that evidence of the Nintendo Switch's infamous Joy-Con drift issue is likely caused by a mechanical fault, pointing out to a fundamental design flaw. So... <clears throat> This is shit, <laughs> is, is the be all and end all with this one. Um, they have taken responsibility for them to be able to say, we do apologize um, for giving you uh, a faulty product, for a product that doesn't stand the test of time, for selling you a console that has Joy-Cons built into it, that then end up having Joy-Con drift, which you then cannot change. These all sounds like admittance of guilt, which they technically are because they're giving apologies for them. But at the same time, it's like, uh, there's no. I would love to be able to buy a Switch Lite because I think they are more ergonomic on your hands. I don't think the Switch controllers itself are that comfortable, which is why I ended up buying these Horus Switch controllers, the ones on the right hand, as you can see, attached to this here. They make it so that you can hold this console a lot more comfortable um, because they are nice, big and chunky and they have the ergonomic designs on the back for you to be able to put your hands on. They're fantastic. They are absolutely worth your time um, and money if you was looking at buying something a little bit more substantial for big, beefy hands. Um, but ultimately, this the, 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 the blame lies with them. They have admitted their mistakes. They have admitted that it's technically a design flaw. Um, but at the same time, it's the same with the PlayStation 5 controllers, for instance. I've had this controller now for, well, since release day. When the console came out, I've still got this controller. I've been meaning to buy one for the longest time because everything works on it barring the X and the circle, they stick that like all hell. Like it's just not, they don't feel like a good controller. Whereas I've got a PlayStation 2 controller downstairs in my drawer of next to my PlayStation 2, which is on the TV in the front room. That controller, when did I get that? 2001. I've had that controller since day dot and it still works absolutely fine. I've got a couple of wireless ones as well that I bought on eBay, like third party ones there. They feel like shit, but they work perfectly well for a wireless controller. Um, but these controllers are like 60 quid, and I just don't want to pay 60 pounds for a new controller right now, unless the analog stick's hanging off and the buttons are dying um, and I can't use X and Circle at all, then I'll probably get one then. But 
I can't afford to pay £60 from that, which is exactly what the people are doing with this. If they, if you're good, if, if it starts to get stick drift and affecting performance, then I will have to buy one, which is exactly what's happening with this. You can't play a game if you've got super stick drift or the dead zone's just dead. It doesn't have one. Um... And that's essentially what's happening with this. They've taken the they've taken the blame, they've taken the responsibility, but they're not really doing anything about it, um, which is shit. Uh, Cookie says, "Folks, hello, hi, Cookies, how you doing?" Uh, Dave says, "The judge also said thanks to Nintendo for the donation to their bank account." Exactly because what happens if you get Joy-Con if you're going to buy them? I imagine I've owned uh, how many Joy-Cons have I had? I think I've had two sets and then this one, two sets and this one, so I've had three sets overall. Now, if your if your product is faulty from the beginning, how many do you reckon you're gonna go through? Like these ones are absolutely fine by me, and I've had them maybe for two years now, and I've got no faults with them whatsoever. So unless they die, I'm gonna keep with them. But if I was to have first party ones, then who knows? Who knows how many would have gone through by now? It's shy. A PS controller or Skyrim game? Hmm. Exactly. I would have bought two more Skyrim games easily. Uh, Cookie says I have my original NES controller from '85, and I bet it still works. I bet the wire's like this long, but I bet you it still works. Um, I still have actually have here that I use for my PC controller. You know, Xbox 360 wired into my PC. So whenever I'm playing games on PC that require a controller, this is what I'm using. I cannot remember how long I've had this controller with. Maybe it's, it's disgusting. It definitely needs a clean. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still got the old City logo on there for a start. And we changed our logo in 2013. I've had it way before then. Um, this used to be part of that. But I did buy it for me, Xbox 360. And that came out in 2006. So... Yeah, I've had it a, old, a long old time. I used to have um, little caps that go over the analog sticks to stop them from... Because the, the analog sticks on this are knackered. Like, they are truly got no grip on top. And I used to have, like, little nubbing things to go on top to stop them from wearing down anymore. I don't know where they've gone. Um, but, yeah, that, that controller's fantastic. So if the controller's, like... If the controller's built well enough, then they'll last forever, which that, that does, for instance. Uh, Cookie says, replace the silicone rubbers... Uh, 10 years ago and Dave says uh, my mate still has his Atari 5020 uh, 5200 stick and that's still working oh wow he mustn't play it that often then <laughs> if that's still working it's like the Guitar Hero controllers for instance like uh, the, the whammy bars on this is knackered thank you very much to Pirate by the by the way he sent me this like 3 years ago um, because I could not find mine for love no money I've got 3 of these controllers somewhere in between like my nan's house or my mum's house and I cannot find any of them so he very kindly sent me this one up. Um, but this, for instance, the, the strum bar, this is the thing that fails the most on guitar rail controls, obviously, because you're vigorously fucking playing it, aren't you? Um, and this one still lasted the, t the, the, the test of time. 2010, I think, Warriors of Rock came out. And that's obviously still going because that was the, the, the guitar that came with it. So if they're built well enough, they'll last. Uh, Ad says I've got four. Four sets of what? Four sets of Joy-Cons, four control, uh, four Guitar Hero controllers, four PlayStation controllers. Um, but yeah, Joy-Con issues are, are absolutely dog shit. They pretty much admitted it, but not going to do anything about it, which is wank. Um, but I suppose, what can we do about it? If you want to play your Nintendo Switch, you need to be able to use the Joy-Cons. You've got four Guitar Hero controllers. Jesus Christ. Is that in a band? All playing guitar, two bassists, two guitars, three bassists, one guitar. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Guitar Hero, one of the best games. I said this to Samantha yesterday when I finished the stream and was going uh, going swimming. I was like, I don't know why I don't play it more. Like, I need to get I need to get a Wii controller 
or one of the um what they're called like a usb receiver that you can plug into your pc that lets you all allow to play wireless uh, xbox controllers on your pc but it also works for guitar controls because i want to be able to play control i want to play clone hero i've got it downloaded and i've got a load of songs but it's a wireless xbox controller that doesn't work on your pc so i need to buy one of those things um receivers i don't even know where i can get one from if i'm being honest i've never really looked you bought four for 35 pound that's an absolute steal that's an absolute steal, but again, you won't be playing. You won't be seeing me play Guitar Hero on this channel anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, unless uh, on Clone Hero, you can download and play original songs that aren't tied to anything. Uh, then you won't be seeing me playing Guitar Hero anymore because DMCA ruined that. <laughs> um, but we've got two news stories. Well, we've got one news story on one PSA. Uh, so stick around if you want to find out if you could bag yourself a free game today or two. Right after this news article. Written on VGC by Andy Robinson, he says that Microsoft is reportedly expecting the UK to oppose his Activision Blizzard deal. So, obviously this has been going on for the longest time now. Um, but hopefully we're drawing much, much closer to a conclusion. Uh, but Microsoft is reportedly expecting the UK's regulator to oppose its Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard after the EU issued its own antitrust warning this week. That's according to a report in the New York Times, which stated that Microsoft's legal team and also experts, oh, sorry, and also expects the antitrust authority in Britain to oppose the transaction. According to the report, Microsoft believes that the European Commission is open to potential remedies and that the company is holding to convince, oh, sorry, hoping to convince both the UK UK and the European Union to accept its concessions and approve the deal. This is, in turn, could make it easier to reach an agreement with the FTC before a scheduled trial later on this year, it is claimed. At the same time, it's claimed that the, one of the three agencies could instead put pressure on their others to oppose its acquisition. In December, the FTC announced its plans to sue Microsoft in a bid to stop its $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which a regular regulator argues that it would enable the company to suppress its competitors to its Xbox console subscription content and cloud gaming business. According to one report, the motivation behind the FTC's lawsuit was to attempt to dissuade the, the EU regulators from accepting a set allowing the deal. Amongst other concerns, the FTC and Sony have expressed worries that the deal could significantly reduce PlayStation's ability to compete, given that it would see Microsoft gain ownership of the Call of Duty series, which Sony has called irreplaceable. In the responses to the FTC complaint, Microsoft and Activision have argued in their merger would be pro-competitive and benefit consumers by making Call of Duty publishers' games more broadly available. In a bid to address regulatory concerns, Microsoft recently recently said that it had offered a ten, Sony a 10-year legally enforceable contract to make each new Call of Duty game available on PlayStation the same day as it is the Xbox. The FTC said earlier this month that it had been no substantive, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, substantive uh, settlement talks with Microsoft or the proposed acquisitions if it goes to trial with the case will be judged during the hearing set to take place in August 2023 in the longest running saga there has ever been in video games. It feels like we have this in the news pretty much every single day, but it's such a significant part of video game history should this end up going through. It's something that we want to be able to keep tabs on and you guys as well. Um, so there hasn't really been much change from this side at this moment in time. It looks like they are no further forward, but it also looks like they're no further... Uh, take a step back. Um, I, I do feel like this is going to go through. And... Uh, it's a weird one 
because I'm not team blue, I'm not team green, I'm not team red, I'm not team steam. Like it doesn't bother me where I end up. I'm in a, I mean, I say this all the time. So again, write this down if you want, if you want to quote me on this one, but I am very privileged in the fact that I have pretty much all the latest consoles available. I'm very privileged at the fact that I'll, uh, that companies send video game merchandise, video game keys for us to be able to play stream review on this channel. We are in a very privileged position in that point. So I understand that we, us being able to play these games is again, it's, 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 the word I'm looking for is a privilege. It's a, it's a huge privilege. I said it three times. Um, and not everyone has that privilege uh, of being able to play all of these games. So again, this will have a massive shift in circumstance for a lot of people, especially considering the likes of Call of Duty. It is definitely one of those games which are a system seller for the person that might only play two games a year. I know a ton of people, obviously working in the video games industry, you get speaking to a hell of a lot of people, whether or not it's on social media or at live events, whether or not that's at Gamescom, E3, EGX, uh, Pixel Bar in Manchester, any of these places you get to speak into them and a lot of them will probably play two games a year and one of them is Call of Duty. The other one might be FIFA. Um, so if people are buying these consoles just for the sake of these games, is that a detriment to them? It would be if they was to buy the console a couple of years before the game comes out. So I know that sounds like a ridiculous statement, but say for instance, there is a Call of Duty coming out. What were you in now? 2023. Say there's a Call of Duty coming out in 2028. Okay, but the first opportunity that you've been able to play the a Call of Duty game on uh, your PlayStation Five, you bought a PlayStation Five in 2027, and then you find out that you're no longer able to play that game again because they're switching over to Call of Duty on the Xbox in 2028. That's going to piss you off, and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. But this is business at the end of the day. Um, <laughs> if they're willing to pay to monopolize it, it's not good. And it's the the Manchester City, the Cel uh, the Celtic, definitely not Celtic, uh, the Chelsea, uh, the Man United, the Liverpool. The, we're paying to monopolise. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, well, United, United and Liverpool generate their own money." Regardless, then those two clubs monopolised English football for the longest time before City and Chelsea came in to spend stupid amounts of money. Um, if you're monopolising, that's a very difficult position for everybody else to be in as well. And I know that's ironic coming from someone who is a Manchester City fan, um, but I've never hidden that side of me. Like I'll never, you know, say, oh, we are, we're not the ones that ruin football. You guys are. Yeah, the, we've all played our part. Um, and then obviously City are in the news again today for uh, breaking a load of rules that we may or may not have done. Um, but we've been down this route a few times before and never been found guilty. So yeah, trying to monopolize certain instances obviously makes the product worse further down the line. If they're willing to pay the money for it, it's theirs to be able to do what they want with. They can make all the instances in the world, like giving PlayStation a 10 year contract. That's absolutely fine. But what happens in year 11? Like, video games should be for everyone and that's a moniker that we always say on this channel like video games for everyone any place anytime is exactly what we say all of the time whether or not you are a person that just plays clash of clans on your mobile whether or not you're someone who plays genshin impact on your playstation 5 whether or not you're someone who just plays the sims on your laptop all these people are taking video games and are enjoying them and that's exactly what we want to be able to do it would be amazing if there was uh, a minute the anti-monopoly, shall we say, where first-party games are the only games that are um, 
exclusives on that platform. It's exactly why Zelda's been able to stay on the on the Nintendo system. It's exactly why Mario's been able to stay on those systems. It's exactly why Pokemon will always stay on Nintendo systems. But no one really batters an eyelid at the fact that they're not really on console. Uh, that's why we've got things like Temtem that have come out, which is a complete Pokemon clone, clone, and then been able to play those on your home consoles as well as your PC. Like People obviously want instances like that, but for all parties involved, if there was a case where only first party and always being first party, um, PlayStation Studios, uh, Xbox, uh, Xbox games, like if there was companies with the only people that are creating games solely for those platforms and then... All the other, all the other ones are. If fair enough, if Activision, uh, sorry, if Microsoft wanted to buy Activision, that would absolutely be fine. But they would have to still release the games on other platforms. I don't think people would be that concerned then. But the fact that they're going to make them a first party, I know again, ironic coming from um, the PlayStation side of things as well, where they take, where they have perhaps the best catalogue of first party games that there is ever going to be at this moment in time, because they're not, Xbox aren't really doing anything with Gears of War. They're not really doing anything with, I said, not really doing anything with Halo. They brought Halo out and it's completely died on arrival and hasn't really been um, resuscitated since. Uh, They've really only got at this moment in time, uh, Forza Motorsport, I'm probably forgetting a load more other ones there as well. Um, but they haven't really been that firing on all cylinders that you'd expect Xbox to be able to do with a new generation of consoles, which is a shame. Um, but they're combating back with Xbox Game Pass, and you can't really ask for much more than that. Uh, Sentinel says, I shot you guys a quick message on Twitter. If you have a few minutes today, let me know. Appreciate it. You guys do an amazing job with the Royal Rumble again. Inspiring stuff. Appreciate that, mate. We'll take a look soon. Uh, as to <laughs> put an emoji in there, Nietzsche says, City spending is coming at home to roost. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Mr. Demos says, Up the ICU. Exactly. Um, we'll see with the city stuff. We'll see. It's not going to stop me from supporting them, let's be honest. But if they end up folding tomorrow, or folding tomorrow, no one can take away the, 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 the pleasure that I have had watching this team over the last 10 years, 10 to 12 years, considering what it was like growing up being a City fan before that. Listen, just one Premier League title, that would have been absolutely it. Just one FA Cup would have been absolutely, just one League Cup would have been absolutely it for me to be, for my life to be fulfilled being a City fan. And we've had way more than that. Champions League final that we bottled. Um, but everything else that's been around a Manchester City fan, I couldn't have asked for much more. So if we end up folding tomorrow, I'd be gutted. But ultimately... I've still got memories that are going to last an absolute lifetime being a football fan. Moments that no one else will be able to experience ever. So that's fantastic. Uh, Mr. Emo says, hi, basically saying hi, hope the day is a great one. It absolutely is so far. So again, I do appreciate you stopping by. But we've got one more news article. So if you guys haven't been around here before, usually on Friday, we do a little segment called Free Game Friday, where we tell you what is available for you to be able to download right now for free on a particular platform, usually it's Epic Game Store. We didn't stream on Friday because we were super busy. However, I brought that from Friday to today just so you'll be able to find out exactly what's free right now. So we're going to do that right now. So over on the Epic Game Store right now, you have two games readily available and you have until February 9th to be able to grab them. One of them is City of Gangsters. The second one is Dishonored Death of the Outsider. 
Skullduggerit takes centre stage in Epic Store Freebies selection this week. In the turn-based strategist, SimCity Gangsters manages a criminal empire of illegal distilleries, speakeasies and gambling dens, and also smuggling rings to make Prohibition era fortune for yourself. For your many temperamental underlyings and also cops, you'll be inevitably have to bribe. Elsewhere to pursue a more personal sort of scheme in Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, the standalone expansion and epilogue to Dishonored 2, a supernatural assassin, Billy Lurk, descends into Kanaka's underbelly where the criminal seediness meets ocelot sorcery and a stage the greatest hit ever conceived the assassination of a god so yeah ladies and gentlemen they are two free games over on the Epic Game Store now, so if you do have an Epic Game Store account, or even if you don't, go ahead and make one, get those games and they'll be there forever for you to be able to claim as long as you're able to log in and obviously play them uh, Nicho says, "Yeah, yeah, Tori stole one of those moments from me." Goff, which one? Which one was that? Was that the the um, what moment? Oh, the oh, the Sunderland, right? Yeah, the Sunderland shot from like thirty-five yards out. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, and you know what? Very nearly the the one that when you say yeah, yeah, Tori and up north, the one um, goal that sticks out for me is the one at Newcastle. But obviously, you're a Sunderland fan, so that would never have been able to. Fit. But yeah, outstanding goal that um, for, for about 35 yards, dipping the keeper, outrageous. I still don't know how he managed to get the technique to wrap his foot around that ball to get it into the top corner. But here we are. Uh, Phony says Aguero goal will live long in history. Still one of the best co uh, commentary moments. It, that's the thing. Even if City folded tomorrow, that moment will. Live on it might be under an asterisk circumstance but that moment will always live on um as well me being in mary d's with my mates i've still got videos of that day and i think one of them is on youtube but i had to delist it because uh it got reported i don't know why um just a load of lads in the mary d's pub outside the ground like there's nothing that no one was getting beat up or anything like, but he just got delisted. So I just never really put it back up again. But yeah, that's like one of the best moments of my life. Um, I think, yeah, it's definitely, it's 150% up there because it's one of those things like when you're growing up, I was 20, I think at the time you're growing up, city of shit, proper shit, like third division shit. Um, and then we just end up winning the Premier League with the last game of the season against United with the last kick of the season. It's a, it's a moment that in my life will never, ever be able to get replicated. You can get married, you can have kids, but fucking winning the game, uh, winning the league at the last day of the season with the last kick of the game against your local rivals is, no, is, is it number one? Sorry, one second. Is it number one? Is it number one? I'm not too sure. Don't listen to him, Joseph. Don't listen to me. Is it number one? Oh, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'll, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be single. I'd only be able to see my kids at McDonald's at weekend. Um, Nietzsche says, absolutely, Mr. Whippy came down with snow on it. Uh, Phony says, typical City fans, never in the empty hat. Hey, I'll have you know, I do go to the empty hat. Um, Nietzsche says, seeing Rooney and Sir Alex, face, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson's face, we're doing the Poznan was class. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode of The Scoop. I very much appreciate you all sticking around, listening to me talk for at least 45 minutes. So if you do obviously want to be able to watch this back or any of our other episodes or want to be involved with them going forward, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. I think our Discord now has over 300 people, which is outrageous. So I do appreciate all of you that are in there because it never stops popping, which is exactly what I want to see. We want to see you guys uh, having the community that we are 
super proud to be able to front and have you guys with us every single step of the way. Having things like the Royal Rumble where we're able to give you guys so much more back. Um, that's, that obviously means a lot. I'm speaking of things to give back. It's a loot drop today. So if you haven't subscribed already, tough shit. We're going to end up running this as soon as we end up finishing this episode of The Scoop. It's now 20 past three, so I'll get that run off. So if you are a subscriber right this very second, stick around tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be able to find out if you have won a game of your choice. Uh, but again, do stick around. We'll send you over to one of our friends. But again, if you do want to help us uh, with tomorrow's show, get involved with our Discord. The URL um, will be listed in the description below. But I want you from use the URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be out sometime tomorrow. When it will just be me because Graham will be still dance F. Uh, and we'll talk about video games then. But again, stick around. We'll send you to one of our friends. And I do hope that you all have a fantastic Monday evening and until next time guys it's been a pleasure and as always there's one thing that we want you to do and that my friends is to stay frosty